Welcome to Season 1, Episode 3 of Stamachi Underground Japanese. Today, I am, as usual, accompanied by Jay Sensei. Jay Sensei. Genki. Hi. Genki. Today, Bochi bochi wa douyu imi, and I just asked, what does bochi bochi mean? Mm, bochi bochi wa, ma aikawarazu itsumoto onaji ti yona kanji desu de. It's like saying, same as always, kind of just normal. So,、um, today's been a good, pretty good, normal day for me. I like, I've had a good time. Ah, wakaru, which means I understand. Wakarimashita ka? Mina san, wakarimashita ka? Did you all understand? <laughs> well, I hope so. Funny story. We, this is actually our second time recording this particular episode. The first one was great. However,、uh, there was a lot of missing audio for some reason. It was my microphone. It was having some problems. Yeah, but you know, we're more than happy to do it again. And we're doing it so we are able to release this podcast in a consistent format. So, Jay Sensei, what do we get to learn today? Well, Today's lesson is, like you said, episode three of our beginner series, going over the fundamentals of Japanese. And we are specifically going to go over some more food and drink vocabulary and hit on some of the things that we didn't have enough time to talk about last lesson.、Um, we're going to learn how to specifically refer to things that are nearby us using the word kono, this. And refer to things close to our listener with the word sono, that, things that are far away from both of us with ano, and then we're gonna see a question word, which, today. And、um, then we're gonna learn some more sentence ending particles. And we have not just one, but two naughty words of the day、oh. today. How do I say I'm excited, Jay Sensei? Tanoshimi desu. Tanoshimi. But if I were to say it casually, would it be Tanoshimu? Tanoshimu is the verb, kind、uh, of like in the dictionary form. So if you wanted to say it casually, you could just be like,、mm, Tanoshimi. Tanoshimi. Yeah, eat it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so let's go ahead and look at our conversation for today. Today's、uh, conversation happens between Hiroki and his roommate Kenta, and they are. Just about to eat breakfast. And just a reminder if you are one of those people who are wanting to be able to follow along and actually read something, see something、um, while you're listening, we recommend checking out the video version of our podcast. Hell yeah. And also, one more note before we start we have two prior episodes. So if you are a beginner, it is highly recommended that you start at episode one. And remember, learn at your own pace. If you feel as though that you need to rewind, go ahead, hit that five seconds back button or 15 seconds back, whatever it is on the app you are using. Yeah, pausing and then going back、um, numerous times helps to get repetition. And when learning a language, repetition is so important. And with that, let's go ahead and give everyone their first time hearing this conversation. So I am going to play the role of Kenta, and we will have. Uh, Tariku san,、um, read Hiroki's lines. Take it away. All right. Kyo no asogohan wa nani? Kyo wa shiri aru kana? Hiroki wa? 
僕も知り合うその牛乳を取ってくれるいいよひろきそのコーヒーを取ってこれいやそれは紅茶それだよあはいありがとうねああ、uh. right let's go ahead and now break that down a little bit slower Um, so everyone can hear every syllable that we、um, are pronouncing. Take it away. Kyo no asagoham wa nani? Kyo wa shiriaru kana hiroki wa boku mo shiriaru sono. 牛乳を取ってくれるいいよ。ひろき、そのコーヒーを取って。これいや、それは紅茶。それだよ。はい、ありがとうね。All right, so this conversation in English is What are you having for breakfast today?、Mm, I'm thinking cereal. How's about you, Hiroki? I'm also gonna go with cereal. Can you pass the milk? Sure thing. Hiroki, wanna grab me that coffee? This one. Nah, that's black tea. That one. Yeah. Thanks. There we go. Nice. So, Jay Sensei, I noticed this、uh, right here off the bat. One of the pronouns for Hiroki, he uses boku. Boku wa do you i m i That's a great question.、Um, if you are watching this、um, podcast with us, you'll notice on the third line here we have the word boku. And in the English translation, it says, I, well, technically, I am. And in other words, boku is the first person. Singular pronoun for oneself. So it can mean I. It also can mean me. And unlike watashi, which we've seen in previous lessons, boku is typically preferred to be used by、um, males. And it often has a kind of humble, young sort of impression.、Um, you'll notice that Japanese actually contains multiple、um, ways of saying I, the first person pronoun. Um, that are related to gender, and、um, there's also a plural aspect to it, too. But we'll kind of save the more grammatical stuff for another time. Sounds good to me. Alrighty. So,、um, in this conversation, we had a bunch of words for food and drink. Let's go ahead and check out some of the vocabulary from there. As well as some other words which we're gonna use in our other activities today. First off, we have milk, which is pronounced gunyu. 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 Awesome. Second off, we have jusu. Yeah. Which is juice. Jusu. Jusu. Third off, we have The word for a soda or a carbonated drink, and that is hansam. Tansam. Tansam. Next up, 
we have kohi 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 next up we have the word for black tea and that is kocha 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 next up we have the word for rice or meal and that is goham I think... I'm sure a lot of you Dragon Ball Z fans will remember this word. <laughs> you know, this word is um, really cool because um, I feel like it's so um, uniquely Japanese to have, you know, rice be almost synonymous with the word for a meal. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and the word for um, rice and meal is um, gohan. Gohan. And then next we have breakfast. Asagoham. 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 Next up we have lunch, which is Hirugoham. 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 Coming up next, we have the word for dinner or supper, depending on what part of the world you're in. I don't know if anybody still has supper, but it is referred to in Japanese as bangohan. Tarikuzan, sappa no jikan da yo. Just kidding. Bangohan, bangohan. Ooh, and did you guys all notice that asagohan? Breakfast, hirugohan, lunch, and bangohan, dinner, all have gohan inside of them? Uh, it would appear so. That's because asa means morning, hiru means lunch, and ban means like evening. And so when you say asa gohan, you literally are saying morning rice or like morning meal. So wow. hopefully that gets two birds with one stone. Which is I, I I feel like I want to name my child Asa Goham. <laughs> morning morning rice. <laughs> morning rice. Take off my shoes. And maybe your partner can be Bon Gohan. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Like how you have patterns like this. You get two birds with one stone, or as the mm. Japanese people like to say, Iseki Nicho. Oh, that's new for me. I like that. Iseki nicho? Yep, iseki means one rock and nicho means two birds. So, iseki uh, nicho. Naruhodo. And last but not least, it's our favorite breakfast food. Shiryaru. Honestly, yeah, it's cereal. And as Jay Sensei just excitedly exclaimed, shiryaru. Want to break that down for me? Hi. Shiryaru. So this isn't really our main naughty word of the day, but um, someone pointed out to me one time that shiriyaru is kind of almost like saying someone has a butt because <laughs> shiri kind of is like oshiri, which means butt, and aru means to have. Oh, I think it was someone trying to make like a lame pun, but I kind of still laughed at it. My bad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the Japanese variant of dad ass. 
<laughs> oh man, oyaji gyagu are such a thing in Japan. Yeah, oyaji gyagu is a like dad joke. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that they had a word for dad jokes in J- J- Japanese. I mean, it only makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> what does that what does that literally translate to? Oyaji is kind of like saying my old man or like someone's old man, like their dad in other words. Uh... Um, and then the word gyagu comes from the English word like gag. Mm. Like the joke, not like when you're trying to wring someone's neck. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, say and say that word for me one more time, real quick, but nice and slow. Oyaji gyagu, oyaji gyagu, oyaji gyagu. My dad loves um, oyaji gyagu. So it's gyagu, not gagu. Yeah, it's um, gyagu, like with a G-Y-A. Mm, like a gag. Almost. Gyag. Gyagu. <laughs> yeah, so that's our um, new words of the day. And um, we got to see in the conversation, Shiryaru was um, used there on the second line when Kenta was saying, I think I'm going to eat cereal. He said, go ahead and read this for, out loud for us, Tark. Kyo wa shiryaru kana? Kyo wa shiryaru kana? Hiroki wa? All right. Now, um, at the end of that sentence where we have kana, that's where we have today's main grammar point, which is sentence ending particles, part two. Oh. So it would seem as though the particle yo is added to the end of a sentence when the speaker is sharing new information with the listener. Yeah. So... Last time, we kind of talked about how ka is put at the end of a sentence when you're asking a question. It's like a verbal question mark. In a way, yo is kind of like a verbal exclamation mark. But when it's yo, it's used to emphasize the fact that I think I'm telling you something you don't know. <laughs> so Yeah, I think about it like hip-hop, right? Uh, that shit was tight, yo. You know? <laughs> You know, I, I'm just, like, definitely a gangster, and I'm very, like, familiar with the whole hip-hop culture, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, like, but <laughs> sometimes it seems that way, right? Like, yeah. that. that's how I remember it, That and, you know, how I remember the mechanic in my head, and that's how I'm able to basically, I feel like, convey it kind of naturally. I associate the same, basically the same sort of energy. Yeah, um, like, and you'll, I would also say, too, um, if you use it with a kind tone of voice, it's okay. But if you like are kind of speaking flatly, it can sound a little bit condescending because, you know, you are basically telling someone some information and it's implied that you think they don't know what you're already talking about. So in this example that says that is a soda, um, we're imagining there's a person who has a drink in front of them. And they have no idea what it is. Maybe they even ask, like, "What is this?" And so maybe, maybe they they're uh, they're diabetic and they can't have any sugar. <gasps> yeah. So like that's why we gotta let them know that that is a soda, and it's not that's diet. not sparkling water. That's a Seven Up. Which in Japanese, <laughs> that is a soda would be. Sore wa tansan da yo. Good. Sore wa tansan da yo. That is a soda. And um, we saw this uh, in today's conversation. 
um, on line four when Kenta says yo, e means good. Mm. And yo is informing that it is good or it is fine. Um, we had translated it as sure thing. Um, but, you know, the question that Kenta was answering here is, will you pass me the milk? And so Kenta says, literally, yeah, it's good. I can do that. Eo, <laughs> 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 Word for Eo. word, Japanese people do say it is good. Um, and, but that is just what a Japanese person is more likely to say instead of something like, sure thing. <laughs> You'll notice that in a lot of situations when learning Japanese that the literal equivalent of what you're trying to say isn't used by Japanese people. And sometimes what you're wanting to say literally is going to be something very different in Japanese, but that's just the more common, more natural thing to say. Hmm. Let's check out our next sentence ending particle. So it looks like it is ne. Yeah. Where does ne... Or, sorry, um, in what kind of situation would we use ne? It looks like it is added to the end of a sentence to place emphasis on the emotion of the sentence. That's right. So if I said something is delicious, I would just say, oishi. But if I really wanted to like show that I'm really excited about how delicious it is, maybe I ate it and I really enjoyed the food, I could add net to oishi and it makes it sound like I'm really enthusiastic about it. Yeah. So, Tark, how would I like say like um, this in English? Oh, it's kind of spicy, isn't it? Good. Yeah. How's about? It's kind of hot in it. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> oh, you know, you bring up another good point. Ne is also used to confirm information with the listener. So it's not only going to emphasize the emotion of a sentence, but it also can be like a tag question to say things like, isn't it, aren't it, or as Tarek likes to say, in it. <laughs> so that, that's for all your red coats out there. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so if I want to say something like, wow, that Mayumi person, she is a babe, isn't she? I could say it like this. Mayumi wa bijin da ne. So. So da ne. Bijin da ne. So da ne. Then our final sentence ending particle is the one that was on line two of our conversation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I can't stop thinking about uh, Mayumi ever she's, since she walked by. She's great. She's single, <laughs> by the way. Is she? Is she? Don't well, tell me that. She won't be for long. Oh, no. You got to make a move. <laughs> so kana. Oh, so da yo. Tark just well, said so kana, which, yeah, he was like saying. I wonder if that is true. To which I said, Soldayo. <laughs> it is true. Um, and kana is, yep, added to the end of a sentence when the speaker is stating their thoughts aloud for the benefit of the listener. It's kind of like saying, I wonder, or I, th I think in English. Let's have um, Tarek check out our example here. 
Arewa Jusukana. And that translates to, I wonder if that, as in that over there, is juice. Yeah. So hopefully you all are noticing that we are using kore, sore, are in these examples too to review last time the words this, that, and that over there. Um, and let's use kore um, for one little exercise. Uh, listeners, I want you to try to think of the answer to this question too, and we'll have um, Tark answer as well. Um, Tark, how would I say, I wonder if this is tea? Kore wa ocha kana? Nice. Kore wa ocha kana? And that is how it is done. Well, let's now move on to our new words today that um, help us to say this, that, that over there, and which. Um, last time we saw kore, sore, are and dore, but those words can stand all alone by themselves because they are pronouns, demonstrative pronouns. But kono, sono, ano, and dono are demonstrative adjectives. What does that mean? Well, basically, they have to be followed by a noun. They're attached to the front of a noun. So if I wanted to say this bread... I would say, kono pan. That's right, kono pan. Kono means this, and pan is bread. So mm. in a bigger sentence that uses a sentence-ending particle, uh, how would I say, this bread is delicious? Kono pan wa oishine. Yeah, and just remember, we're giving you the casual version because that's fun. Right, right. And, and an easy way to remember this is, you say no to the res. So, kono, sono, ano, and dono. Oh, right, yeah. Like, um, if you do say kore pan, it's going to sound ungrammatical and people might sort of tilt their heads in confusion. <laughs> I think the point will get across, but they'll probably think, don't you mean kono pan wa oishine? <laughs> and speaking of which... Um, we mentioned this at the beginning, but let's restate the fact. Tarek, what's the difference between saying like kono and, compared to our other words? Uh, kono means this. Sono means that. Ano means that over there, like kind of in the distance. Yeah. And dono means which. That's right. So if like that like seems a little bit confusing, think, you know, kono is going to be the stuff that's around you when you're talking. And then sono, that, is going to be the things around the person you're talking to, um, your listener. And then ano yeah, is like, stuff that's so, far from both of you. Yeah, so like if, if you're on at a table and there's a coffee mug like right under you and you could point downwards, that's going to be a kono. Mm -hmm. If you're pointing to your friend's coffee who's sitting across from you, you would say sono. Mm-hmm. And then if there's something at the bar that looks delicious to you and you're an alcoholic, you would refer to that as ano. And even if you're not an alcoholic, it would still be ano. So you're all on the same team. You got to get along. Alcoholic. Yeah. for alcoholic. <laughs> and so, yeah, like, how would we then say this drink? Uh, is in a drink that is right here? 
in my hand? Yeah, like your drink, the one that's close to you, the speaker. Nice. So let's now use that in a sentence. What is this drink? Uh, so you just handed me a mysterious drink <laughs> for the second time. My bad. I'm not Bill Cosby, so you all right. <laughs> I'm much more trustworthy. You'll see. Don't drink it. Don't drink it. <laughs> just, just put it down. Japanese Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Nihonjin <laughs> <laughs> Cosby. Oh no. <laughs> I, I imagined it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say that. You know, you have someone across from you. How would you then say, like, that drink? Sono nomimono. Nice. So how do we say, then, that drink is alcohol? Sono nomimono wa haibaru da. I mean, that's a very specific alcohol, but let's just, uh, let's just start word for alcohol. Sake. Yeah, so sono nomimono wa osake da yo. Then we have ano. Um, how do we say like that idiot? Ano bakada. <laughs> if by adding da on the end, that's the kind of like saying like it is that idiot over there. Oh right, yeah. right, 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 right. It just it just felt right. It just felt uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so just ano baka. Yep, ano baka. So, um, used in a sentence, how could we say, that idiot's my father? Nice. I guess if we wanted to use the word that we were talking about earlier, too, we could say, Yeah, that'd be like, oh, that idiot's my old man. Let's now practice using don't know, which means which thing and um let's uh use it together with kohi so how would i say which coffee in japanese dono kohi good so when we if let's say we want to put this in a bigger sentence that means i wonder which coffee is good that would be dono kohi ga oishii kana nice and then if i said dono shiriaru wo taberu kana what would that mean which cereal should i eat yeah. Also, you could think of it as, I wonder which cereal I will eat. Uh, and that brings us to our naughty words. I don't know why I said it like a German person. Naughty word. <laughs> the naughty words. <laughs> this word is so naughty. <laughs> so that brings us to... Yeah, I, went, uh, I went from a German accent to like a British accent. What? I wonder which word is naughty. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of sounds like Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just use Katakana accent. Like, so uh, that brings us to the. <laughs> so that brings us to the naughty words of the day. We have two. So, um, Tarek, have you ever um gone out like and hanging out with someone and gotten drinks and and noticed that like wow. Like, this person, when they drink, like, they sure laugh a lot. Uh, that's me when I look in the mirror. I knew it. Honest. I knew yeah. <laughs> Wait, when you look in the mirror. 
<laughs> that's what I do. I go to bars, get drunk, stay in the bathroom, lock the door for hours at a time, look in the mirror and start laughing. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> there I am. Where is Waldo? You were himself. <laughs> you were in the mirror. Oh, yep, and he brings he brought it up. Yep, that kind of a person in Japanese is our first naughty but not really naughty, but kind of the more mischievous word of the day. And it is mm. once again, let's hear Tark say it. Warajogo. And that is a happy drunk, a giggly drunk, <laughs> or in my case, a mischievous drunk. Yeah, that person who just keeps laughing or the alcohol makes them laugh a lot. Um, mm. Then we also have the opposite of that. Um, the person who gets real sentimental when they're drunk. It's just so, um, I just love you guys so much. I've been there once or twice. <laughs> no more. No, no more, more than that. <laughs> so that sort of sentimental drunk person or like a person who cries a lot when they're drunk is a... Nakijogo. That's right. Nakijogo. And I feel like this is a good time to ask this question, Sensei. What is the word for tear or tears? Like Oh namida. Namida. Yeah, namida. Or just or is it just nami or namida together? Uh so namida is tears, and then like mm. the verb Naku means to cry. Oh, okay. So, yeah, namida is like the stuff, I guess, that comes out when you naku. <laughs> okay, so you better leave us a five-star review or I'm about to naku all oh. over your house. And we didn't even give him any osake yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just kohee. <laughs> Whiskey, ski the show. <laughs> That's such a good song. Such a good song. It is a good song. <laughs> Was, Maybe we'll do a review of that song for the podcast one day. Speaking of reviews, I would give it five. But um, <laughs> that does bring us to the review of this lesson in which we learned 10 new vocabulary words related to food and drink. We went over um, the words kono, sono, ano, and dono, which mean this noun, that noun, that noun over there, and which noun. Um, we had some cool sentence-ending particles. And what did we end the lesson with? The naughty word of the day. What I jogo. What I jogo. And naki jogo? Naki jogo. That's right. Naki jogo. All right. In our next lesson, what kind of stuff can our listeners expect? Oh, well, it looks like we've got some more Japanese pronunciation. <laughs> I mispronounced pronunciation. <laughs> well, in our next lesson, like... we're going to learn English <laughs> just for Tarek. <laughs> Me and my marble mouth. Okay. Um, so we have Japanese pronunciation in depth, vowels, consonants, and more. Real quick, just wanted to throw in there. That lots of people feel like, oh, Japanese is such a hard language. Like, it's, all those Asian languages are just so hard to learn. Well, guess what? Japanese is not as hard to learn as you might think. And one of the reasons is because the pronunciation of words is so simple, comparatively speaking, with other languages. You don't have to worry about tones like Chinese. 
You don't have mm-hmm. to worry about vowels and consonants like being pronounced in irregular ways depending on where they present themselves in a word. Like, I mean, of course, every language has a little bit of that, but it's almost like perfect in Japanese. An ah is always an ah, and an e is basically always an e. It's never going to all of a sudden be like, O-U-G-H, life is tough, and I have to cough <laughs> and go through something. An e is always going to be an e. So you don't have to worry about taking meth by accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, we're going to look at basic um, relationships, how to talk about friends, family. And um, we're going to learn our first verbs that aren't to be, as well as something called particle O. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So thank you so much for studying Japanese with us today. Mata kondo. Mata kondo we'll see you next time. Mata ne. Mata ne. Bye bye. <laughs>